Hi, welcome to my second episode. It's so true when they tell you that when you have an idea or you are planning to do something, just just do it, just put it out there. Imagine, I feel like after beating procrastination and taking months, fumbling through how to record and edit a podcast, and also getting over trying to be perfect at first go, I feel somewhat lighter as I sit to record this second episode. So I'm recording this in the midst of a very interesting week. I've had both low lows and high moments. So one of my high highs is that this is the week I celebrate my daughter's birthday, fourth birthday, and I can get a little extra with such celebrations. <laughs> Honestly, birthdays are a big, big deal for me as it's usually a time that I use to look down and reflect upon that person's life and where they've come from, you know, and just seeing how much God has blessed them and how they have flourished. And uh, this is for all the people in my life, my friends and all. So I've been going back through all my old photos of my daughter's life, seeing when she achieved small milestones, you know, like laughing, sitting down, when her first walk, her first trip to her grandparents. I am so glad I captured all those moments. And comparing with the person she is now, quite the independent, grown-up girl, you know, who's always keen to remind me each time I reach out to do something for her that, mommy, I'm, I'm big, I'm, I'm four years old now. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know when my girl grew up this much, but I'm all for it. So anyway, this was the same week that my faith was tested, not once, but twice. You know, the way you've been praying, hoping, believing for some answers and have even been practicing the power of positive thinking, you know, then boom, you receive disappointing answers, not once, but twice. To something you have been working on that was meant to give you a new break. Uh, trust me, it can bog you down. And it's during such times that I use the reservoirs that I've been building over a couple of years now in terms of positivity and learning to dust myself up, learning from the situation and, you know, having to encourage myself that I have to keep trying. So in today's episode, we are looking at goal setting. You know, we are halfway through the year and wow, it feels as though days and months are just passing us by this year. Or is it just me? So anyway, seeing that January was just the other day and we are halfway uh, through the year now, I was doing a review of my goals and I thought I'd share with you how I went about my yearly goal setting this year and how I've been reviewing to ensure that I'm not slacking. At the beginning of the year, I, I took a moment, I think it was the first or second day of January, I took a moment to review how my 2018 was and I wrote down the things that I achieved in the year, where I didn't do well lessons that I learned from the experiences for that year, things that impacted my life, be it books, podcasts, I listed them down. Some of the habits that I picked up that, you know, improved my quality of life and all that. So I had a good look at the past year 
and put them all down. Then I sat to set my 2019 goals. And how I did it this year, and I keep learning as I go. And uh, before I did this, I really did a bit of research, you know, listening to podcasts and reading on how to effectively set your personal and even work goals. I categorized my goals into broad categories. So I had a financial category, health and wellness, career stroke business goals, I had travel goals. And guys, this has become part of my goals because the moment I began traveling, I began to experience this amazing, amazing exposure in my mind and in the way of thinking that is just unfathomable. Development goals, spiritual goals, charitable goals. And the reason I have charitable goals is because when I was reviewing my 2018, I realized that most of my um, goals for that year had been about me. Me, me, me. I will do this. I will achieve this. I will achieve this. And there was nothing to do with giving back or very little of it to do with giving back to the society. And yeah, so this year I decided to have charitable goals. Then I have family and social goals. Social goals to me are important because in this world where we are so busy with work and life is moving too fast, we sometimes get to neglect our social circles. And, you know, your network is your net worth, as they say, and you need to really create time to hang out and um, interact with people who add value to your life, who are your mentors, your friends. So social goals is also uh, important. So once I had these broad categories, I allocated each category a page, in my journal, in my goal writing book rather, where I would write in bullet form the things I hope to achieve in each category by end of the year. So as much as possible, of course, you try and make your goal smart, you know, specific, measurable and all that. Then from these goals, once I had done all that, and it took me a while, I think it took me about two and a half to three weeks to finish up everything. Then from these goals, I read some Tony Robbins, I think, who had said that um, you need to also have like a working theme for your year, such that you have, a, you know, you have one thing that is driving you to go for your goals for the whole year. And uh, my theme for the year, after looking at the goals that I had written for myself, I visualized and so that uh, I needed to have this theme. And my theme for the year is doing it afraid. Because in the past, I've had amazing goals that are achievable. But due to fear, really, I have not been able to go for them. So this year is the year I decided to just take in the leap and have a relationship with fear. Such that even if I'm fearful of doing something, I will turn around that fear into positivity. You know, I'll turn around the fear into positivity and just go for it and then deal with the consequences later if there are any. <laughs> so now the goal setting process was done. So what I've been doing each month after that from January, end of January, beginning of February, is breaking down and writing down the individual tasks that I need to do to help me accomplish these goals. Then at the end of that month, I normally just take off what I've achieved 
and highlight those that I need to carry forward and try and, you know, search myself and understand why I was not able to achieve those goals. So to further break down, what I do is to ensure that I'm beating the procrastination. Because seriously, I think this is a struggle that most of us have of postponing actions. Then by the time I'm getting a grip of myself, I a month or two have passed. So what I've done is I have a small pocket diary where it's Sunday evening or Monday morning, uh, depending on how the weekend was. I go through the monthly goals and put down in my daily calendar some of the little tasks that I need to do that are geared towards achieving the same goals. So, you know, sometimes it's some some mundane things like a follow-up call or something like that, that it's just a small thing, but if you don't do it, then that means you'll not be on the right track. Now, since I have a small calendar with me in my handbag everywhere, I review that each day or sometimes a couple of times in a day and follow through the actions. Then at the end of the day, in my evening routine, which I'll soon share because it helps me to wind down my day properly and get to review my day. So I, I go through my pocket diary and see the things that I had planned to do for that day and you know review whether I was able to do them. And if not, I make sure that those that are pending are the first things I do the following day. So doing this has so far helped me be at a not bad place, really, with regards to tracking my 2019 goals. Of course, not all are on target, <laughs> especially those that need high levels of discipline and commitment like health and fitness. Uh, it's a struggle, but I'm committed and definitely at a better place this year than I was last year when I was not doing the monthly breakdowns and the weekly tracking. Then I just also wanted to share that one of the other ways that I use to keep myself accountable, and you could try this as well, is by sharing some of my key goals with my key support system. So the other day, I think last month, my two best friends and I went on a small vacation, uh, just locally. And on one of the evenings, we were playing a, a game, a fun game, you know, just very fun game. <laughs> and we got to put each other to task, uh, talking about where we are with our goals and plans. So that we, I realized that since we had shared these plans with each other and in detail, yeah, it was so easy for each of us to ask questions relating to those goals and even suggest ways to each other through which we could improve or unlock whatever things were blocking us from where we had planned to be by this time. So, yeah, I'd encourage you to look for a support system. It needs to be close-knit, close-knit, somebody close to you, people who you have tested and tried and know that they are rooting for your success. Share with them. Uh, understand what their journeys as well and bounce off ideas and be each other's support systems. So yeah, please let's engage and in the comment section, you could tell me what are some of the ways you're using to track your goals. Where are you? Uh, have you reviewed your, your yearly goals? I honestly believe that um, you need to have goals in life and this is one of the ways that you make sure that you're keeping track of your of, of your journey and where you want to be. 
I mean, they say you've got to dream and how best to dream than to put down your dreams and then now make them achievable. So put them down in a way that will make you achieve them and also review to see where you are. So I think goal setting is a very important process in everyone's life. If you haven't been goal setting, maybe you should try it. Uh, I will thank you very much and see you on the next one.